Hey, the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails, and with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers and with available features like the panoramic moonroof. You can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. Visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. If you're like me, it's now the end of the day, and you say, "Uh uh-oh, what are we going to have for dinner? Well, here's the solution. Eating better is easy with Factors Delicious, ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian approved and ready to go in just two minutes. You're going to have over 35 different options to choose from every week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Flexible for your schedule, get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals every week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries at any time. Also, there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. Factor is the perfect solution if you're looking for fast, premium options with no cooking required. Sign up and save. We've done the math. Factor is less expensive then take out and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. Head to factormeals.com slash smirconish50 and use code smirconish50 because you'll get 50% off. That's code smirconish50 at factormeals.com slash smirconish50. Get your 50% off. Welcome. Welcome. Welcome to Book Club with Michael Smirkanish. Hi, it's Michael Smirkanish. As a Sirius XM and CNN host, I'm known for speaking, but frankly, I read for a living. I need to know what to say, and so I consume over two dozen newspapers and websites daily. I read opposing views and studies and court cases and orders and op-eds just so I can discuss current events on radio and television. But my favorite reading? Books. Old school. And my favorite interviews? are with book authors. Book Club with Michael Smirconish is now in session. So this is very fortuitous. Rick Hassan has just published a brand new book that I read within the last few weeks and thoroughly enjoyed. He is an election law and First Amendment expert. He's been a guest on the program previously. It's called Cheap Speech. Cheap Speech. How disinformation poisons our politics and how to cure it. He is, I should say, formerly the chancellor's professor at UC Irvine because he's recently made a change, and I'll ask him about that to UCLA. But the reason that I say it's fortuitous is that we've yet to deal in this program with the news that Elon Musk now owns a larger share of Twitter than even Jack Dorsey. And and some are saying, might Musk's investment now open the door for Donald Trump to have his suspension lifted at Twitter and what might be the ramifications of that. Uh, it's the type of subject that you'll be thinking about if you read the book, 
cheap speech. This is Rick Hassan. Hey, Rick, congratulations on your change. Are you yet at UCLA School of Law or is that in the in the works? Thanks so much, uh, Michael. No, I'm not there until the beginning of July. That's when the new academic year starts. So I'm and what still will, what will that, happily at UCI. And what will that look like for you? What will you be doing at UCLA? It'll be very much the same. I plan on continuing to work on trying to shore up American democracy, and I'll be teaching at the law school, and uh, I hope teaching some political science as well. Nice. And I guess you'll be joining Eugene Volokh when you get there? That's right. Uh, Eugene uh, and I were actually classmates at UCLA Law over 30 years ago. So wow. he was a year behind me, but we took uh, election law together. And uh, you know, here we are today. And he's the one who coined cheap speech. Am I right? Right. So the term uh, cheap speech uh, originally appeared in a 1995 law review article that Eugene wrote about the upcoming information revolution. He, he was very prescient. He kind of foresaw the rise of things like Netflix and Spotify. But he tells a very optimistic story about how American society and society in general is going to flourish with, uh, you know, many more speakers and, and many more, uh, a, a much more ability to get your message out and to receive different messages. And my book is about cheap speech in a different sense, that the same information revolution that gave us the uh, all of these benefits also comes with a cost to our democracy, most prominently the eased ability to spread lies about elections being stolen and undermining people's confidence in the fairness and integrity of the election. I was going to ask you to define it, and, and I will, but I, I would say the type of speech you're, you're discussing is the accessibility anyone has to put a message out, whether it's accurate or inaccurate. Right. So, you know, producing quality investigative journalism, which is so important to our democracy so we can hold our politicians accountable, is very expensive. And at the same time that it's expensive to produce that, it's really cheap to produce misinformation and disinformation. And the model, the economic model that local newspapers used, which was based a lot on classified advertising and other kinds of advertising, that market has collapsed thanks to the Internet because lots of that speech has gone to Facebook Marketplace or before that Craigslist. So you've got a situation where the good speech, the speech that helps us make good decisions, is harder to produce and harder to fund. But spreading disinformation, which gives people kind of the, the, the candy they want to eat, even though they know it's not good for them, uh, that is really easy to do. And people are spreading it for political uh, reasons and for financial gain. Can it be contained? There's a part of me that thinks the horses left the barn. Well, so in the book, I don't call for censorship. It's not about shutting the speech down. And of course, there are lots of benefits of being able to have the knowledge of the world in the palm of your hand and being able to respond. You don't like something you see in the New York Times. You can write about it. And if your message is persuasive, people can get it. But there are things we can do to provide voters with better information, like disclosure, like you should know if the person who's trying to influence you to uh, vote in a particular way is actually a fellow American voter or is actually someone coming from a, uh, you know, a foreign government, as we saw in 2016. Or, or we saw in 2017 groups of liberal Democrats pretending they were Baptist teetotalers trying to convince people not to vote for Roy Moore in Alabama. So disclosure, knowing what you're getting is a big part of what we need to do, give voters more information rather than less. You made a point in the book that I, if I knew I'd forgotten, you said that uh, much of what the Russians did in 2016 
was to foment social media unrest by highlighting divisive issues such as immigration, foreign affairs, and gay rights, but they also devoted disproportionate resources to convincing African Americans to stay home and not vote for Hillary Clinton. It was much more insidious, I think, than many of us initially realized. Well, that's right. You know, and uh, what they did is, among other things, they set up a site called Blacktivist, and they used stock photos to make it look like these were African-American voters speaking to other voters. You know, at the same time that the Russians were doing this, there was a Trump supporter in 2016 who was targeting messages at African-American voters, telling them that they could vote by text or social media hashtag. You know, that kind of disinformation, at least 5,000 people uh, tried to vote in this way. We don't know if they also tried to vote in uh, you know, the proper way, but this guy's now being prosecuted. So it has real world effects that can, you know, not only uh, influence how people vote, but even if they vote. So what's the congressional role, if any, that you foresee? So in, in the third part of my book, I go through different kinds of laws that Congress could pass, including a narrow ban on lies about when, where and how people vote. That's something that back in a 2018 case called Minnesota Voters Alliance versus Mansky, the Supreme Court said would probably be constitutional under the First Amendment. So uh, I think there's stuff that Congress can do. You know, those deep fakes that we're now worried about. I think that Congress could pass a law requiring those to be labeled as altered video or audio. So then voters will have better information. There's a lot that can be done. It's not clear if the current Supreme Court would accept all of it as constitutional under the First Amendment, but I argue in the book that they should and why and how it's not um, going to squelch speech, but actually help voters make better decisions. This is the Book Club with Michael Smirconish podcast from Sirius XM. Hey, the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails, and with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers and with available features like the panoramic moonroof. You can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. Visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Quick math, the less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform and one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. You improve efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move, so do the math and see how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to netsuite.com slash smirconish, netsuite.com slash smirconish, netsuite.com slash smirconish.
If you're like me, it's now the end of the day and you say, "Uh uh-oh, what are we going to have for dinner? Well, here's the solution. Eating better is easy with Factors Delicious, ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian approved and ready to go in just two minutes. You're going to have over 35 different options to choose from every week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Flexible for your schedule, get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals every week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries at any time. Also, there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. Factor is the perfect solution if you're looking for fast, premium options with no cooking required. Sign up and save. We've done the math. Factor is less expensive then take out and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. Head to factormeals.com slash smirconish50 and use code smirconish50 because you'll get 50% off. That's code smirconish50 at factormeals.com slash smirconish50. Get your 50% off. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Listen to Michael live weekdays on POTUS, Sirius XM channel 124 and on the SXM app. If Rick Hansen got to make all the decisions on this issue, would we have or not have Section 230? Would there be a liability shield for the major platforms? Well, the question of Section 230 goes far beyond the topic of my book, which is about having free and fair elections. But I I, I do think that it serves a valuable purpose. I'm not saying that we should necessarily end Section 230, but there might be tweaks to it. Uh, For example, things that would require social media companies to remove content that includes lies about when, where, and how people vote. Uh, But most of it, I think, should be left, you know, leave the law alone, leave it to the private sector. You mentioned Elon Musk pressuring him to, uh, or, or, telling him that uh, he shouldn't pressure Twitter to restore Donald Trump. I think it's a private decision that Twitter and Facebook need to make, but I think the right decision is to keep him off the platforms. You know, it's interesting, and I'm I'm glad you brought that up. I'm hearing some from the right cheering this move, thinking that Musk is a kindred spirit. It's unclear to me what exactly his politics are. I said earlier in the program, I think he's an independent thinker. I like that. He doesn't seem like he's someone uh, governed by ideology in his thought process. But uh, what of the decision to bring Trump back? You think that would be a mistake? Yeah, I had a piece uh, last month that your listeners can look up in the Washington Post where I say that Facebook, at least, uh, has imposed a a two-year ban on Trump, and they have to decide uh, whether he's going to come back on January 7th, 2023. And I think they shouldn't let him on because he's still a danger. He's still fomenting the same lies that are undermining people's confidence in the fairness of the election process for no good reason other than for his own personal and financial and political gain. But once you start down that slope of trying to regulate speech, I don't think they have the ability through human or artificial intelligence to police everyone with access to their platform in the same way that they police him. Now, maybe maybe it's it's a policing only begetting people who are running for office or have a certain number of followers. But random folks are going to be able to spread the sort of misinformation that he spreads with no repercussion. Does that matter? 
Well, so I do think, first of all, it's a private decision. It's not, you know, censorship. It's, right. you know, a private company deciding just like you decide who comes on your show. They decide who comes on their platform and how much to promote it. But I think go after the super spreaders, the really influential people um, that are spreading election lies. And I don't think I think there should be a very big thumb on the scale against excluding politicians. Only those who advocate violence or who try to threaten the very basis of democracy are ones who should be considered for deplatforming. But I think Trump crossed that line. Remember when he said, be wild, try to encourage people to come yeah, to Washington, D.C. on January yep. 6th, and it led right to that insurrection. Hey, Rick, what, what thoughts do you have looking backward now relative to Hunter Biden's laptop, the New York Post having the story, Facebook and Twitter not allowing their platforms to be used to spread it? Now the New York Times, now the Washington Post have acknowledged the legitimacy of, of those emails? Right. So even before the Post and the Times did that, I wrote in my cheap speech book, which came out uh, last month, that there was a mistake to exclude the Hunter Biden uh, um the links to the Hunter Biden story on the New York Post. It hadn't been proven to be false. The thumb on the scale should be in favor of, uh, of sharing information until that information is shown to be um, disinformation. I think it should be spread. And that was kind of an overreaction to how the platforms didn't deal with Russian disinformation in 2016. I think they overcorrected. And hopefully they'll get the mix right this next election season. But, and, but some, of course, would have initially seen the Hunter Biden story, quote unquote, as a form of, I'll use Professor Volokh's uh, descriptor, uh, cheap speech. Why was that not cheap speech? Well, you know, it, it's cheap speech in the sense that it can be spread cheaply, but it was an investigative report by the New York Post. At the time, it was clear that it was, it was uncertain as to whether or not it was valid or another form of disinformation. When we didn't know, I think it needs to be out there. It needs to be vetted. There's no benefit in excluding things that could be true. That's how the scientific process works. We don't just decide this is true and that's it. Someone has a hypothesis. It's tested. And, and just think about COVID. We've changed our views about wearing masks or not wearing masks. The process requires that information be out there and be free. Once it's proven to be false and dangerous, then that's the time for the platforms to act. We're not giving it all away for free. What does Professor Richard Hassan want people to know about his book, Cheap Speech, before they buy it? Well, I think the key point is that uh, the, the new uh, information era comes with costs. It comes with benefits. If we care about preserving our democracy, you've got to think about how the First Amendment interacts with the idea of having free and fair elections. It's really one of the most important issues of our time. I enjoyed the book. Thank you so much for coming by to discuss it, and good luck with your transition. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Richard Hassan, Rick Hassan is at UC Irvine, headed to UCLA School of Law. Book Club with Michael Smirconish. New episodes drop Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. Listen to the Michael Smirconish program weekdays on Sirius XM's POTUS Channel 124 and anytime on the SXM app. Connect with Michael on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and at Smirconish.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. 
Caesars Sportsbook is the only sportsbook app with Caesars rewards. That means win or lose, every bet brings you closer to the types of perks only Caesars can offer. Like hotel stays at over 50 iconic destinations, bonus bets, daily profit boosts, tickets to the game, dining, and so much more. Whether you're a new or existing customer, Caesars Sportsbook is always rewarding. Must be 21. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Caesars Sportsbook. Don't just spectate, participate.